somebody is born a racist. It's something that we learned. Hello, hello, hello. This is Lana Quest, and welcome to the Quest Show. Before we get started, I am going to ask you guys just to, I don't know, <laughs> um, well, let me thank my friends and my family and thank any new folks that are out here um, listening. Um, please take a moment to follow, subscribe, uh, share this podcast, if you will. Um, I'd appreciate it. So on today's show, we are going to discuss, you know, uh, politics, of course, because that's just what I do. Not a lot, just what's happening in uh, Texas. Uh, let's discuss, I have a little story that I want to share and I have some entertainment tidbits, I guess. As always, I have not written anything down. I didn't really know what I was going to talk about until I sat down in front of this mic. So I am here. So friends, family, new folks, let's get into it. So this week, uh, you've, or you should have heard about uh, the storms and the cold streak that is hitting Texas well, it's also hitting a lot of southern states like Alabama got snow, um, Mississippi, I think they may have gotten snow, and Texas is just having a hard time of it. And um, you should know this unless maybe you've been under a rock or just maybe the news is just too much. Um, and I get it because the news is just too much. So what's going on in Texas? Let's see. So last week, uh, Texas was pummeled by um, very cold weather, uh, snow, sleet, ice. So much so that their power grid went down. So you may ask, how in the world did did their power grid go down? Like, how? The, the grid? The whole grid? Yes. <laughs> Folks, the whole grade. And why did it go down? Well, it appears that Texas is on its own grid. I will say that again. Texas is on its own grid. Everyone else is on a national grid. All of the other states on a national grid. There was one place in Texas, El Paso that is not on Texas's own grid. They chose to be with everyone else. And guess who has electricity and water? El Paso. So the grid went down in Texas. And this, I don't even think it's still up totally. Uh, but when it went down, millions of people were without electricity. Some people without, were without water. Some people were without water and electricity. So if you don't, can't really see how bad that is, let's take you through some of the scenarios that those people are going through. Imagine being on oxygen and your house is like 20 degrees or 30 degrees. 
imagine having to plug i don't even know how these tanks work I'm, i imagine they need to be plugged in but you have uh, no electricity these people have no water there was a family that was going um, in different neighborhoods trying to take pool water that they could boil so that they could drink families with no electricity and no water they haven't bathed for days there is a food shortage there are babies that cannot get warm whole families are dying from carbon monoxide poisoning in cars in homes because they're just trying to get warm any way that they can Um as of Thursday or Friday I believe that there were 37 deaths that they know of. I'm pretty sure that there are people in homes that no one has done checks on because you can barely get um Wi-Fi and if your phone is dead it's just hard you're not going to get it unless you have a car. But if your car battery is dead from the extreme cold you're just shit out of luck. So Texas is having a very hard time. It didn't have to be this way. And this is why, you know, I always come here and I talk about politics because this really all boils back down to politics and who we are voting into office. Voting matters so much. and i am not saying that democrats are without fault and como out here lying about the number of deaths in the nursing homes and why i don't know because you know new york was struck pretty hard by covid and he appeared to be doing a lot of work to fix it um to get uh protective supplies to the hospitals he seemed to um really be trying to do the best that he could so i'm not sure why he would lie about the deaths in the nursing homes it makes no sense but my point was uh democrats are not perfect but the bottom line is that there are only two parties one party at least tries The Republican Party only cares about their donors and the corporations and they keep showing us this over and over and over again. So while Texas is in a deep freeze, you have the Republican legislators. You have the Republican political figures out of Texas just doing and saying whatever they want. So you have Ted Cruz. Who is Ted Cruz? Ted Cruz is the senator of Texas. What does Ted Cruz decide to do? While Texans are hungry, cold, thirsty, dying, he decides to go on vacation to Cancun with his family, which is an interesting which is an interesting thing because Republicans want to build a wall. They don't want Mexicans here, but they are quite comfortable going over to Cancun and having a little vacation. Isn't that interesting? While Texans are going without water, stealing pool water, taking frozen ice to boil so they can drink, 
so their children can drink. He's on vacation. He got caught and called out. So what did he do? He lied. I was only going to drop my family off. My daughter said, hey, it's cold here, Dad. Can we go to Cancun? Come on, man. His wife went too. She couldn't take them on her own. Like, is that a thing? He actually had a huge luggage bag. So, dude, you're going to stay. And he was booked until Saturday. Oh, did I mention the leaked uh, text from his wife? Bragging about the trip to his neighbors? Yeah. Dude, it's trash. You work for the constituents of Texas. Why would you leave? Get them water. Get them supplies. Call the government. That is what you're supposed to be doing. You're supposed to be calling this administration and making sure that your constituents are taken care of before you get on the plane to go on vacation. He is not the only one. You have the governor, Abbott, Republican. His donors are, let's guess, oil companies and corporations, fossil fuel companies. He went on while this was happening and played the blame game. He said it was the fault of AOC and um, the Green New Deal, windmills. Is that a joke? Who doesn't know that Texas is run on fossil fuel and not windmills? Windmills are literally, I think they said, maybe 10% of electricity. Texas is run on fuel, fossil fuels, oil. You remember they used to dig for oil in Texas. They had whole shows about this, westerns. So Abbott went and started blaming other people. Because that is what they do. They don't take responsibility. Another issue is that Republicans do not believe in regulations. They believe in deregulation, which is also a problem here. Because Texas being on its own grid was because they want, quote unquote, small government. And they didn't want to be regulated. Right? So... Abbott, the governor, was told 10 years ago that this was going to happen. And he decided not to weatherize the grid. And because they don't believe in regulations, the grid is not regulated. So they didn't have to. There was no requirement. So Republicans don't believe in climate change. They don't believe in regulations. They don't believe in science. And this is what happens. Climate change is a thing. That is why it is snowing in Alabama. That is why Texas is under ice. Pipes are busting everywhere. I saw people's homes that have the ice. There's ice on their ceiling fans. The people lucky enough to have Fireplaces are burning their items, the hospitals, their pipes are busting. It is a whole mess. And then you have a Texas mayor that had to resign that literally got on Facebook and said, no one owes anyone anything. Stop being lazy. Get out and do what you have to do. 
So a mayor says that he does not owe his constituents anything. The constituents that voted. Texans voted for these people. Ted Cruz barely won, but he won. But we know why he won, because of gerrymandering and red uh, redlining and all this other things. Um, uh, their cheat sheet. And that's why they're so comfortable in Texas and they feel like they can do whatever they want to do because Texas is a red state. No one's going to boss us around. So meanwhile, you know, conservatives are running around talking about save our guns and fighting for assault rifles. And this stuff is happening. So that's the lesson here. (laughs) Who you vote for is very important in Texas. I hope, or Texans, I hope you remember this come 2022 and 2024. They're not for you. Abbott works for the oil company and for the corporations because this should have already been taken care of. And they still do not want to winterize that grid at the end. So my next thing is a little story. So I was talking to my girlfriend on the phone the other day and you know how um, I did a show about microaggressions and I just, this is just going to be a a real life example. Well, I mean, I, I talked about real life examples, but here's another real life example. And if you missed the show where I talked about microaggressions, microaggressions are daily indignities or daily things said that basically insult the marginalized uh, with intent or without intent oftentimes. Um, A lot of times uh, people just don't know. Um, It's white people on uh, a marginalized person. That's a microaggression. Um, All white people don't do this. That's not what I'm saying. But a lot of them are guilty of it. So uh, I was talking to my girlfriend and she was telling me a story about she went to the doctor this week, um, you know, for whatever. She's waiting for an elevator, her and another woman. She's waiting for the elevator to come. The elevator comes and she told the woman to go ahead. You know, you go, you go first. I'll wait for the next one. <laughs> So the woman says, oh, you think I have COVID? Why won't you get in the elevator with me? Um, Ma'am, I don't know what you have, but you go ahead. And she, the, the woman proceeded to ask, do you think that I have COVID? I am a nurse. COVID is basically COVID is made up. She's not, she wasn't a nurse, but she said that she was a nurse. I don't know why. We know she wasn't a nurse because no nurse would do this because <laughs> you know that you're going to lose your job because she proceeds to say that, you know, COVID is exaggerated by the government and, you know, blah, blah, just ridiculousness. And then, and I'm going to tell you why this is a microaggression. And as my girlfriend was telling me the story. I'm saying to her, I bet that woman would not have said this to a white woman. Because the white woman that it was a white woman who said, Why don't you want to get in the elevator with me? I don't have COVID. She wouldn't have done that to a white woman. She absolutely would not have. Because see, in her head, she's like, Well, I'm white 
you're black, you don't want to be in the elevator with me. It really should be the other way around, right? That's what her head is thinking because that's why she had the audacity to say, why don't you want to get in the elevator? This really wasn't. COVID was a small factor. And I'm going to tell you why. Because while she was saying, I don't have COVID, she also said, um, I've been to Africa. I've helped people in Africa. Yeah, I'm pausing. This this is like pause. <laughs> I'll pause on purpose. It's like a dramatic pause. What does her... Going to Africa, or allegedly going to Africa, have to do with my girlfriend getting in an elevator with her. Right, I told you. Because in her mind, she's saying this black woman won't get in the elevator with me. Like she was almost offended. I don't have COVID. There's very little to do with COVID because what is she talking about? Africa. Why is she saying Africa? <laughs> because my friend is black. That's why. She's just like, I've helped people in Africa. <laughs> what does that mean? So I should get in the elevator with you because you've been to Africa? That is a microaggression, guys. This is what... <laughs> Black people deal with on a daily. These are the stories I'm sharing them with you, you know, my white listeners, whatever your nationality is, whatever color you are. This is what our story, what African-Americans deal with every single day of our lives. So I'm not exaggerating with you when I say that every day that I wake up, there's at no time that I don't know that I'm black because of these stories, because of this is what we deal with. So I just wanted to share that. So um, I do also want to share a little entertainment news before we close out the show. Uh, Kanye and Kim are getting divorced. Kim has filed for divorce. I don't know if this <laughs> cares. <laughs> You know, Kanye hasn't been the same since his mom died. And it's very, it's pretty sad. I really hope that he does get the help um, that he really, really needs. Um, I can see this going way left if he's, um, you know, left alone. Hopefully they don't have a problem with him seeing his children and things like that. Because, you know, that brother needs, he definitely needs some uh, tender love and care. Also, in entertainment news, uh, Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey celebrated uh, Valentine's Day. And do you know what he got her? I just want to talk about this because it's so cool. He bought her stock in Hermes. Or is it Hermes? See, I don't have this purse, so I really don't know how to say it. I know how to say Michael Kors. I know how to say Coach. I know how to say Gucci. Hermes? Ah. I don't know, but he bought her stock because guess what? She probably has a thousand of those bags, but he bought her stock in the company. So ladies, tell your men for Valentine's Day or birthday gifts or anniversary, get yourself some stock. It's such a great idea, isn't it? 
So that's it in entertainment news. Um, I do want to remind folks that COVID is still out there. (laughs) Um, Although the numbers are going down a little bit, don't relax, double up, wear two masks. That is re- that is recommended right now. There is a new variant of COVID out there. So we have to continue to be safe, stay alert, um, stay in your little, you know, community bubble um, and all that good stuff. You know, there are states that totally disregard masks. Alabama is one. Iowa has lifted their mandates. I think it may be Montana as well. This is very dangerous, especially in this time. If you're able to get vaccinated, get vaccinated, get your parents vaccinated. If you know some elderly people who don't have laptops, try to help people um, find their sites and get them vaccinated because everyone is not as tech savvy as the next. Everyone doesn't have laptops. Everyone doesn't have Wi-Fi. So it's the least that we can do. You know, we all have a duty to give back, you know, Uh, whatever that saying is, uh, to whom, who much is given, uh, much is expected that's not a direct quote, of course, but you get the gist of it, you know, give back. Um, and I think on a, a another topic before I get off, um, there is a rise in Asian hate crimes. Uh, again, we cannot be complicit with this. We have to speak out about it. It is awful. They're being murdered. They're being uh, brutalized and harassed right now. Um, it's really started since uh, Trump was calling COVID the China virus. So that's when the assaults started happening and they are still happening. So it is definitely something that needs to be spoken about, um, thought about, uh, because no one deserves that, you know, um, no one deserves hate, you know, hate is on the rise. Hate crimes are just on uh, the rise, you know, black people as well are on edge, you know, and we were the whole time Trump was in office, we'd be in an elevator. We'd be like, okay, is this a Trump supporter? What can I expect here? Because they are, they're not bridled anymore. They're out, they've gotten uh, they feel like they can say and do whatever they want, even when he's not president. Like he has just emboldened them so much right now. And that is why uh, it's definitely a rise in uh, hate crime. So everyone stay safe out there and I'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for coming again. <laughs>